You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. You know, I think in a lot of areas we've made a ton of progress. Uh, there's some other areas I'm not satisfied with where it is. You know, I, I don't want to pick two teams in this league out and say they're physical. This whole league's physical. Uh, so we got a lot of respect for the guys that we're getting ready to play in the, in the next few weeks. I think we're, we're a stronger team than we were. We still need more depth uh, in a few things of that nature. But, you know, when injuries pop up and you don't have the depth, it, it really starts to, to limit you a little bit. But our, our guys are excited and, and they're fighting. And you know, we've had some unit meetings, the whole offense and whole defense, to kind of show some of the little things that are holding them back right now. And uh, we got to get them addressed. And welcome back here to the Husker Alliance Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus. A segment of the Husker Alliance Show brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill with locations in both Omaha and Lincoln. It's bye week. Great college football action going on. Iowa, Wisconsin. You got Alabama, LSU. Perfect week to be off with Huskers to go in and watch some of these college football games at your favorite sports bar. Get on into Tanner's. Catch all the action Saturday, all the NFL games here on Sunday, and and you heard Scott Frost is talking about the road ahead, Iowa, Wisconsin, um, and then Maryland. I mean, very, very physical teams, but, you know, he wasn't going to take the bait there and say, you know, these are the most physical teams in the conference. I mean, he, he, he made a great point. Every game, every team, Purdue and Northwestern are physical, and I think that's the difference with this league, Robin, between eight, nine years ago when Nebraska first joined. Teams like Purdue really weren't trying to competitively – stay in the Big Ten. Now they're paying their coach as much as Nebraska. Um, and you, 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 this league in general across the board, um, I know they may not go on record and say this, but you have to think Frost and his coaching staff have realized this league's even better than they probably realize as far as the consistency, the physicality, the level of coaching, everything across the board. Yeah, there are no more days when you have uh, a game off or a game that you can just kind of coast through. It's like the NFL uh, almost. Yeah, I mean, literally, Illinois will beat you like they did to Wisconsin. You know, Purdue, uh, go down the list. Even even Northwestern, as bad as they are, I mean, Nebraska barely won that game. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's a situation where if you have flaws, they are going to get exposed week in, week out. It's a copycat league where um, people can get the book on you uh, out there pretty quickly and it's now that there's you know, almost uh, two full seasons of film out there on frost uh, and this defense you know they pick up on tendencies uh, and right now uh, with nebraska not being able to be very multiple uh, Nebraska's pretty easy to, pre- to predict. I mean, you know what they're going to do. You know who's going to get the football because only four or five guys get the ball. Uh, and so you key in on a handful of guys, and all of a sudden this offense has has nothing to work with. And I think that's a whole other layer of all of this too is the coaching staff adapting to the big, to a new conference and, and trying to get their roster up to adapt to things too. I mean, um, you know, he talked about how, how physical everybody is and, and how a couple injuries can really hurt you, whether that's, you know, especially when you have a lack of depth, whether that's up front in the, in the trenches or if that's to a skill guy here or there, I mean, or your quarterback or whatever. I mean, uh, at this point in, in, the, in the stage of things, I mean, you've got, you've got a roster that is, is uh, inexperienced and, and lacks a lot of depth, and, and so you're going to take your lumps. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. As we look, guys, let's talk about the red shirts here. Right now, there's been four guys that have exhausted their red shirt from the freshman class. Um, Garrett Nelson, you have Wandell Robinson, Luke Reimer, kind of the surprise one of that group. He's played a lot of special teams. Quentin Newsom um, has played some defense, some specials, hasn't gotten a lot of snaps, but those are the four guys that have exhausted it. Ramir Johnson's at three. 
Um, Darian Chase is at three games. So they have one more game left to play. You've got a bevy of guys at one or two, though, like Chris Hickman's at two. Noah Paula Gates is at two games. Um, Luke McCaffrey's at two. Bryce Benhart and Jakeem Green or Keem Green, they're both at one. It will be interesting, like Ethan Piper hasn't played at all this year yet in a game, how they manage those games. And I don't know if there's an easy way or a, a, a plan that you can go with because you just got to win the games. And we've talked about this before. The, the rule is almost trouble, more trouble than good at times because it makes you really have to think about these situations that maybe you didn't have to think about two years ago. Yeah, I mean, you, you played a guy, you knew he was going to be there for the rest of the season no matter what. So it was kind of a, a yes or no decision. We're going to either play him or we're not. We're now you kind of pick your situations. What game should we play him in? What situations do you think that he would be best? What, what special teams roles can he play? And that's caused a lot of confusion and I think really hindered uh, the ability to just go with the guy and mix him in and prepare him week in, week out as if he's going to be a factor uh, at his particular position. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this rule, I mean, this is kind of one of those unintended consequences of it where it seemed like a, a no-brainer decision at first, but now you're starting to see some of the other layers um, that are causing some problems for coaching staffs uh, where you almost manage the situation too much to the point where uh, you're doing yourself and the player a disservice at times with, with just how they're being used. Um, but, you know, I think with these next three games, I think there has to be a point where you need to give guys a chance. Um, I mean, maybe you're still cl don't want to send the message that you're giving up on the season, the fact that technically bowl eligibility is still out there. Uh, but at what point do they get in the year where, you know, you just give Ramir Johnson the ball, you know, and let, let him be the guy for a little bit, uh, you know, get Luke McCaffrey some, some snaps and more significant game action, uh, play some of those young wide receivers that have been close since the spring, but never see the field. I mean, um, the offensive line, I mean, that's a bit of a different story, especially against Wisconsin, Iowa. Uh, you don't want to completely shatter a guy's confidence by getting destroyed by AJ Epinesa. But uh, I do think that there are opportunities to, Give these guys real live game experience, especially when there's zero consequence as far as their eligibility, to prepare yourself better for roles that they're going to take on next season. I mean, you're just running out of opportunities to do it, and at some point the staff has to make some hard decisions on whether or not um, you know they're going to turn to the future or continue to ride out whatever um, slip, sliver of opportunity might still remain this year. Well, especially since bull eligibility is, is not looking so hot right now. I mean – um, you know, if you're if you were hoping to to really get you know the, some of those young guys a ton of reps in in December leading up to the bowl game, and now that may not happen or, or is likely to not happen, um, you know, unless you know, unless things really kind of turn around here, um, you know, do, yeah, does it does it bode well for you to kind of get the Ethan Piper in there, get Bryce Benhart in there, get Ty Robinson in there? You know, those are all guys here over the last couple of weeks that we've heard, you know, we're going to see some of and, and they're they're ready to go or they've been repping with some of the top units and, and they're going to be, you know, they're they're ready to, to play at a higher level. They're, they've kind of reached that point. So, um, you know, I don't know what it looks like. I don't like. see it, though, man. I, yeah, I, I mean, and I don't either. But I, They just haven't done that ever in two years. I, I just don't see them being like, you know what, Bo Wilson, we're going to sit you down and we're going to go with Ethan here. I mean, I, I just don't see him doing that. I mean, I, I, it just seems like it's way out of character with how they've played personnel, Nate. Yeah, I don't, and I don't disagree with you. But, um, yeah, I for, for whatever reason, I, I think they've kind of – have overthought some of this stuff and and maybe you know maybe they and I don't know if there's been and I 
from what I understand, there's they don't make promises like, well, we guarantee you're going to play as a freshman or or you, you definitely will not play as a freshman or whatever. You know, I, I don't think they make deals like that at all. But, um, but at the same time, I mean, it, it sounds like they've really overthought this script. But what, when the game starts, a lot of times, I mean, that script goes right out the window pretty quick a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times, like Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. I think Nebraska has a game plan or a thought process each week. But when the game comes unraveled and you get into, like, the actual battle of the game – you kind of have to throw out, you know what, the uh, Chris Hickman plan is gone at this yeah. point. The, the Jakeem Green, I mean, Jakeem Green, I do think will play, though. I think, um, you know, especially Wisconsin and yeah. Iowa, I mean, you need his body. Tuyotes um, kind of talked or hinted at, at that, like that they've been saving him for some of those more physical games where they're going to go with a four-man front. All right, hold that thought. We're going to talk more defense um, and, and give some thoughts on the defense and what we might see here coming off the bye week. Next, you're listening here to the Husker Online Show.